Hey there, this is Stuart Wellington. I'd like to welcome you to a bonus episode of the Flophouse Podcast. Now, unlike our usual episodes, instead of watching a bad movie and talking about it, I have managed to convince Dan, Elliot, and our friend Jubin to play a role-playing game with me. Now, this is a continuation of last year's three Flop Tales episodes, and if you haven't listened to those yet, you might want to check them out. On today's game, we played Lady Blackbird by John Harper, uh, which, if you're interested, is available as a download somewhere on the internet. And music and sound effects are all done by Alexander Smith. So thanks again for donating. Afoot, and the Hogsbottom boys are on the case. So if you've got an interest in the uncanny, a taste for the strange, a passion for the weird, then this one's for you. As you know, it's been a little over a year, like a year and a half since your last big case. Uh, I can't remember what name we kind of ended on. Uh, was it the case of the missing boy? Was it the Hamlet hypothesis? I don't. I don't remember the name. It was of one of those. Yeah, the case of the spooky statue. <laughs> the case of the spooky statue. Okay. So the case uh, of the dead kid. <laughs> oh, wow, kind of buries the lead in the title, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> the case yeah. of the rich guy's vacation house. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's going to be the same uh, same case today. Um, oh, the case of the burning barn. <laughs> yep. So uh, it was a uh, observatory. Oh, sorry. Uh, the Although, case of the uh, on-fire observatory. <laughs> the observatory, the barn of the skies. Uh, <laughs> okay, I like the idea the, that we just name every case, the case of the mystery, one, two, three, four, <laughs> just all yeah. the most generic name possible. And then we spend uh, half of each case arguing over the numbers of the previous case. What are we on now? 67? No, 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 68. I don't think so. Let's count them down. Okay. Let's go over each one in detail. So it's been uh, it's been a little over a year and a half. Uh, it's now summertime. It's like early summer in the city, mm-hmm. and the streets are hot. Uh, 
down in uh, like in, in downtown, uh, folks are kind of filling the streets and sitting on porches and uh, stoops, trying to escape uh, this like sudden early heat wave. Uh, up on the north side of town, folks are enjoying, the rich folks are enjoying their uh, private swimming pools and iced drinks. Um, <laughs> the rich with their ice, <laughs> iced drinks. I mean, at the, at the time, that was a luxury. At uh-huh. the time, it was not as easy to get ice as it is now. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, because of the resolution of your last case, uh, the three of you have been going through some hard times. Uh, but before we get to those hard times, why don't you introduce yourselves? Dan? Uh, hello, I'm <laughs> Luke Brightwatcher. I'm a spirit medium. Mm-hmm. And I'm a bit of a drug addict and drunk uh-huh. as well. And what have you been up to the last year and a half or so? Well, you said I was going through hard times, which sort of threw a monkey wrench into what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dan's um, original plan was that Luke had won the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, maybe maybe, uh, maybe that you don't... Uh, well, what are your good times then? <laughs> uh, well, I have... I have added the quality that I'm famous at this point. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, you added that to my character uh-huh. sheet. Uh, I hope that this beeping cannot be heard on the on the podcast. Yeah, my, me too. What's going on? My, my, my dishwasher is telling me that the dishes are done. <laughs> okay. Dishes are done, dude. <laughs> I mean, that would be better if your dishwasher did that instead yeah. of just annoyingly beeping at us, but that's okay. Um, let's say that, like, okay, well, I'm famous... Um, Enough uh-huh. that let's say that I'm uh, trying to make money by doing a uh, a lecture tour uh-huh. through the United States, but crowds dwindle from from uh, each engagement to each engagement. Okay, so maybe uh, you had a sudden burst of fame, and then yeah. it has since kind of dropped off, and you're more of like. Yes. More of a joke. Most mm-hmm. of the profits went into your veins. I, I mean, assume. there's, yeah, yeah, there's, there is a dark side to fame sometimes, Dan. I mean, oh, my I, guess is that, my guess is the lecture is mostly made up of like poor puns and uh, 140 character jokes that uh, <laughs> people find, you know, not offensive exactly, but just irritating. And so the, the crowds have started to lessen. I okay. Think, I think the vast majority of people don't find my Twitter as irritating as you do, Elliot. But. <laughs> Cool. I'm, I'm not referring to anything in particular. I'm just digging into the imagination. <laughs> okay. okay. And uh, and Jubin, who are you playing today? I'm Tenter Silverview, uh, adventuring playboy. Um, but the past year and a half has been difficult for poor <coughs> Tanzer. He has um, the Widow Buckworth's uh, defaming of our uh, name and our uh, case handling has resulted in her spreading very vicious lies and accurate assessments of the Silverview <laughs> character. And so uh, polite society has begun to shun the Silverview family. and mm-hmm. All uh, because of you. All because of me. Yeah. And in response, uh, my parents have begun to favor my sister Tayana with uh, more of the family uh, access and... Uh, promise of her taking over the future uh, business and uh, assets. Mm-hmm. So poor Tanzer feels uh, now increasingly left out of polite society and his own family. And that and that business is what? Shipping, real estate? Uh, yeah, early yellow journalism, <laughs> all sorts of, uh, of uh, all the dominant industries of the early 20th century. The Silver <laughs> Views have a hand. Okay, that's great. And, uh, and Elliot? 
Uh, I'd like to reintroduce myself. I'm uh, Jeremy Scales Chandler. You can call me Scales. Uh-huh. I'm a full-time gumshoe, but my real passion is uh, singing, is uh-huh. uh, the, the kind of that most basic of early human instruments, the voice. Uh, <laughs> yep. So wait, that's uh, Scales. That's a pun on, uh, on the singing scales, right? Musical scales? I mean, it's not... <laughs> Really a pun because I'm not a dragon man of any kind. <laughs> uh-huh. But or also, a, but also it refers dis- to <laughs> the scales of justice. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. It's that kind of. It's that kind of pun. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. The shingles that, yeah. that reoccur. <laughs> <laughs> Devastating frequently. skin condition you have. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, it's a very important for Jeremy Scales Chandler to moisturize, which he doesn't do enough <laughs> yeah. of because he's been it, so he's been so depressed over the past year and a half. Uh, the widow Bucksworth has also caused trouble for him. She's pulled a lot of strings with the health department and made it clear that any bar, cabaret, nightclub, lounge that hires me as a singer or even lets me rent out the space to sing in, that they will lose their license to serve food and drinks. And so I have no place to sing. And uh, even worse than that, I'm really burying the headline, is that uh, they took my daughter away from me. <laughs> wow. Is that uh, my... My ward- she still doesn't know she's your daughter, though, right? Yeah, my ward Annie, who does not know that she is actually my daughter, she just thinks of me mm-hmm. as a kindly detective who's taken her under his wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the widow called child services, and they have taken Annie away and placed her into an orphanage that also doubles as a workhouse of some kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, because- it's uh, the Saint Agnes orphanage and workhouse. <laughs> Named her Saint Agnes, the bad saint who made children work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the and uh, so I can't. I have no proof that I'm her dad. She doesn't know that I'm her dad, and so I've been trying to figure out a way to get her back, but it's been impossible, and it's been really. It's thrown me into a depression spiral. And because from uh, your perspective, uh, she was mostly your booker, right? So you have no one to help book your <laughs> gigs now. I mean, that's a big part of it too. Yeah. Is is my is my office is a mess. My files are completely disorganized because uh, I don't have any there to take care of that either. Uh, but it's just uh, I spent I it, I haven't been getting a lot of cases, but and even the cases I do get, which are pretty minor, it's been hard for me to focus on because I just want I just want my daughter back, you know. And also, I want a place to sing, but mostly the daughter. So uh, your fortunes seem to be turning around, though, because you three have been hired in an investigative capacity. Oh, finally, not a house cleaning capacity (laughs) like it's been the past few months. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, we've been working as society plumbers for a while. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know anything about what we're doing. We just destroy (laughs) plumbing across the city. Man, I feel like that would have been a much better adventure than what I had planned. Uh, that's too bad. Uh, you've been uh, hired. Actually, by- if I, if I want to show uh, an idea of what Scales has been up to, do you remember the beginning of Ghostbusters 2? Uh-huh, when yep. Is it Ray and Winston are performing at a children's birthday party? I yes. think so, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's kind of what the level of what Scales has been able to do lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have been hired by a local booze baron and casino owner to find a missing employee of his. Mm-hmm. Hubert Miller has hired the three of you uh, based on a recommendation of his son, Denton Miller. Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Is this related to any other uh, Denton from the previous adventure? Yes, it was Denton from the previous oh, adventure. Oh, wow. Oh, good uh, to hear from Denton again. <laughs> Didn't we abuse him a lot? <laughs> he abused himself mostly. Oh! <laughs> Weird that he would recommend us, but okay. <laughs> I mean, we did solve the mystery, right? Or does he not know that? 
<laughs> no, we wouldn't told him. I think I think honestly, with the death of uh, Todrick, we're his best friends remaining. I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Hubert Miller has hired you to find an employee of his, a solicitor by the name of Rebecca Kretsch, who he had sent to a nearby uh, coastal town, Connors Ferry. And she, after checking in with him, she disappeared along with uh, a sizable portion of money that he had sent with her. Um, and Sorry, you've he been hired to, do, to... He sent her to do what? He sent her to the town to make an offer to buy some real estate. Gotcha. Um, and you, uh, in addition to a, a, a sizable bonus upon finding uh, information about the whereabouts of Miss Kretsch and the money... Uh, he's offered also offered a pretty nice, uh, a, like a daily expenses package for the three of you. Uh, it's a much better, it's a much better job than you've been hired for in the last year or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll take it. So you find yourselves, <laughs> uh, good. you find yourselves. <laughs> Wait, so what would have ha- what would have happened if we didn't take it? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I didn't give you the option, so that's... <laughs> there's a part of improv where you just yes and go with it, so... Uh, you you ended up in the coal mines. Yep. You, uh, you find yourselves in Tanzer's automobile, I'm assuming, unless you've sold it to... And you're taking the train. No, no, no. I still, I still keep that. Uh, so you find yourselves in Tanzer's automobile uh, late afternoon, driving up to uh, Connor's Ferry. Now... Uh, have you guys done any preparation? Uh, have you done any research? What would you have done before, uh, you know, taking the, like before heading out to a new town to investigate this job? I mean, we probably would have, I assumed, investigated Rebecca Kretsch a little bit uh-huh. to see if there's any, if she had any shady stuff going on that we would know about. Because my first instinct as a detective is that she took the money and ran away. And so, like, uh-huh. is she in any trouble that she would need money for? Does that do, was there any history? Does she have any criminal history, or does she have any relatives or friends or connections that would lead her to just suddenly betray her employer and that kind of stuff? So uh-huh. I've, I've asked around about Rebecca Kretsch. So you start asking around in all the pot shops and the uh, and and back alleys outside exactly, of all the cabarets yeah. that won't let you in, just through the windows. Exactly, so we're gonna. Yeah. So we're going to do a little roll for that. What you're going to do is you're going to take one basic die. What uh, And how are you doing it? Do you have an appropriate trait that would fit this uh, this action, Elliot? I think, uh, I mean, the trait would be detective. <laughs> yep, that works. And and yeah, and so I would use a, a, a die for detective, and then I would use investigation and questioning. Okay, and then if you want to add any dice from your pool, you can add that as well. And you're gonna uh, want you're gonna want three successes. So oh, okay. you'll probably want to roll like six or seven dice. Okay, so I'm gonna add. Then I'll add three from my pool. And I'm assuming you're doing this on your own without the help of these two guys who are probably doing their own part of the of investigating or not. Oh yeah, I don't, uh, this is. I, I don't want to reveal my. Uh, I, I think my guys, uh, as much as I I uh, enjoy well tolerate your company, uh, I think my secretive confidential informants would. Uh, be a little thrown off by me walking around with a uh, a rich jerk and a drug addicted weirdo. So I think I'll do this on my own. Which which one are you? Which one are you, Blair Watcher? I I'd, I'd like to do these investigations without being interrupted by a beeping dishwasher. So I think I'll just go on my own. Uh, okay, so I'll roll then, right? Uh huh. Yep. And what how do many I four? Need? How many four, fives, and sixes did you roll? I have uh, two fours and one six. 
Perfect. That's going to be enough. So okay. you, uh, after asking around, you, uh, the name, and the name sounded familiar to you, uh, and when, after asking around in a couple of back alleys and uh, talking to your favorite lowlife, Dougie, <laughs> 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 uh, you're, you're reminded uh, that- Ah, Dougie, you all, re- you're my favorite of all the lowlifes. <laughs> you, <laughs> you're reminded that uh, Rebecca Kretsch is better known as Bloody Becky- and that she's a uh, a mob enforcer in town, and mm. that she, uh, after coming back from the war, uh, has been making a name for herself, uh, breaking legs, uh, most likely in the employ of one Hubert Miller. Uh, now, my question is, so coming from the war, was she a nurse, or did she pretend to be a man? For This is before women were serving on the front lines. In, in this world, Elliot, a world with aliens... Uh, women are serving on the front lines. Oh, okay, well, that's great. You know what? More power to this world. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, uh, do I get a... a I, so I feel like I've hit a key of the case. Uh-huh. Yep, so you I get have, one of your dice back. Great. Okay, so my pool is up to five. Great. Bloody Becky. Bloody cool. Aunt Becky. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys... What uh, Did you guys do anything? Did you ask around with friends? Well, what do... Do we know what specific land... They were looking into buying. Do we know that at all? Uh, he did. Uh, would you? Would that have been important? Would you have been like? Would you have asked him? I mean, Hubert Miller wouldn't really talk about his business deal for this sort of a thing. I mean, it seems like it would be important to us uh, to know that. Because um, I was going to say that I would have gone to the. Li- I, I have my things. One of my things is library use. Uh huh. I feel like I would have gone to the library and looked up the land that he was in, interested in to see if there was. Okay. Anything there? Um, well, you can. I mean, you can start look. Uh, you could do a library use roll to learn information about the town of Connors Ferry, maybe. Sure. Okay. So, yep, that's one die to start with. One for what? Academic. Yeah, one for well educated, one for library use, right? That's the uh-huh. way it works. Yep. And then, uh, and then any dice from your pool that you would like to add. How many do I need to hit? Uh, you would only need two. This is a pretty easy one to find out. Uh. Yeah, Dan, take two general dice, and then any of the, the green oh, dice general. here. Oh. So you should have three general, and then any of them. Oh. Oh. All right, I'm going to go with... And so you're in, like, uh, like town records, trying yeah. to find out information. Oh, this is not good. What? what? Oh, yeah, two successes. <laughs> those, those evil moons are sixes. Okay, great. <laughs> so you... Uh, it doesn't take long for you to do some basic research. Uh, Connors Ferry is a small coastal town, kind of located right between two larger towns. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of prime, uh, like holiday uh, beach town area. Um, to the north is uh, Cape Salmon, where you visited the Bucksworth uh, summer home, which is kind of like the wealthy uh, beach town. And then south of Connors Ferry is Bennington, a much larger. Uh, a beach area, and that's kind of where, like, almost everybody goes. Uh, everybody from the city goes to uh, goes during the summer. It's where it has large beaches. Uh, there's hotels and casinos, and uh, the like. It's an easy train stop away. Connors Ferry, however, is uh, kind of quiet. You notice that most of the, uh, from what you can tell in the records, almost all the land is owned by the same family, the Rush family. Mm. Um, 
And you also uh, you also notice that it's a dry town. What? That they, <laughs> that they don't have alcohol there. What? <laughs> but other than that, there's there's not much information. What? It's like a small <laughs> like a it's a small fishing town, and uh, you notice that there is uh, like every summer people uh, tourists travel there because it's. Uh, it's a good spot to watch, uh, like, whale mating season. Okay. Well, I think Lucius is going to drop out of the case here. I've, I've, I've packed my waistcoat that has a bunch of secret pockets in it. Uh-huh. So, I can so put, you can do up-close magic? I can put extra, <laughs> extra, extra flasks. Yeah, 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 like a bandolier of flasks. Yep. Uh, what about you, Tancer? What are you, what are you up to? Uh, in contraposition to Elliot uh, asking all the lowlifes about uh, Kretsch, I'm uh, going around asking uh, as many of the upper crust that will still speak to me about what Hubert Miller's whole deal is, what their uh, what that family's um, situation is with respect to uh, um, shady business dealings uh-huh. or um, his general um, interests in Connors Ferry and, uh, and outside. Okay, so you and your your line of questioning is mainly focused on Miller, then your yes. your employer. Yep. Okay, so uh, start with a basic die, and you're hitting what like the the club that you still do you owe past dues at the club, or are you paid yes. up on dues? They just still like seem to give you a hard time. No, no, we that. we still owe dues, but I I come in through the second floor window in the back, so <laughs> I never have to see the the guy in the front. <laughs> Uh, so you start with a basic tie. I pour a core myself up there. Um, and then uh, what? Uh, what uh, I'm assuming you're using upper crust and I'm using upper crust and uh, connections. Yeah. And um, that's probably all I need. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then uh, yeah, you you only need two uh, two successes as well. This is pretty easy information. Yeah. So you should have three general. Two successes. Yeah. Uh, and I got them. Oh wow! Okay, uh, so that afternoon, one evening in the club, uh, while talking to Reese uh, Piersmith, <laughs> an old boarding school chum. These names sound made up. <laughs> I mean, George Lucas did our, it too. Yeah. All of our rich people names sound made up. It's very normal. Uh, so over uh, what brandies or scotches Both in the, uh, the together, yeah, yeah in the smoke. <laughs> the smoking room. Uh, Reese Beersmith uh, lays out the the dirt on Hubert Miller that he's a kind of an upjumped uh, nouveau riche, uh, recent, Gross. yeah, a recent member of the upper crust. He got his money through uh, liquor importing and beer sales. He started with uh, bars and then moved on to hotels and casinos, and he's got much more money than taste. And that he, he's desperate to expand his empire up north. When you when you mention Connor's Ferry, he's like it seems like the only place that he could uh, he could open a open a casino since Bennington's full up. Okay. Okay. Um, but good luck that happening. I mean, <laughs> those those yokels up in Connor's Ferry would have none of it. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, with all their dry uh, dry whale watching, Ugh. there's not going to be any interest in that. The glamorous life of a casino building, or will there be? Mm. And then we've got like dissolve the three of us. In the bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, cool. So, uh, is there anything else you guys want to? Do you want to reach out to any friends, or uh, do you? Uh, do, 
Do you like maybe some locals who might be able to help you on the case? Uh, you mean locals in Connors Ferry? Uh, well, you, um, I would say Elliot uh, or Jeremy, you you would have arranged, uh, you have a friend who's a, a reporter for a local newspaper up, uh, just out of Bennington. Who oh, writes. yeah, this is the one you were hot for, um, right? Yeah, nope, yeah, this, yeah. This is a different no, no, reporter. Different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was uh, Tara Coleman. Yeah. Uh, this is Raleigh Stillwell. Who's uh, <laughs> who's ag- who owes you a couple of favors, and he's agreed to meet you at the train station just outside of Connors Ferry uh, to kind of give you a little bit of local flavor while you're around. Oh, that would be th- I, we would really appreciate that. Thanks, Raleigh, old war buddy of mine, Raleigh. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You looked out for him in the war because he was always messing things up, which is why <laughs> you don't want him on this case. <laughs> So we, yeah, we got to get the information and then shake him real fast. So pulling in, he, he was uh, the reason the Battle of the Bulge lasted as long as it did, right? He just kept <laughs> forgetting to tell the like what the Germans were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, pulling into the train station. Oh wait, do we have the? Uh, do we hear the incessant chiming of the uh, the dreaded uh, dishwasher? I think, Stuart, before before I uh, before we leave town, uh-huh. I'm gonna leave a note for Annie uh-huh. and hope it gets to her. Okay. And, and by leave and a note, said, what do you mean? How do you, so, how do you leave so a note? So there's an for? envelope that says it says for, it's for for any, you know, open in the event of my of that I don't come back, uh-huh. and open in the event of my death, you know, Jeremy Scales Chandler available for rent for parties or other <laughs> <laughs> or, or other music needing events, and so That's that great. note and that note reveals the secret of our connection. So I, I want her to know it if anything happens to me. Now, how often do you find you write these notes and then have to like throw, like tear them up and throw them away? Uh, like a couple times a day. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you leave the apartment, you just, add, like, <laughs> yeah. you, you just write a new one and just add it on top of the pile of the old one. <laughs> well, yeah, Anytime you take I'm, a shower. Well, yeah, I'm like I gotta like, go I use the slip. bathroom. So uh, in case I don't come back, it happens sometimes. Here's this note. Uh, did you guys? Did you guys bring anything? Um, this is this is it's kind of a long drive, so you're not going to be able to. You're probably going to stay at least one night in Connor's Ferry. Um, so did you? I'm assuming you brought overnight bags, a trunk of multiple suits for dinner <laughs> yep. and breakfast, and um, a full set of pajamas, lunch, yeah, yeah, everything. I just have the one suit, so I brought my other pair of underpants. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that I'm going to give in case it's a busy night and I don't have time to wash the first pair in the sink for the next day. I'll mm-hmm. have the extra pair, uh-huh. and I and, and of course I brought my my faithful gun Annie too. It's <laughs> kind of gross, who's but that's okay. <laughs> who's also your daughter? That you, <laughs> in a way, I have a very parental relationship to my to my revolver. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly enough, he's told his revolver that they're related. <laughs> uh, and Luke, what did you what did you pack other than uh, bandolier of flasks? Yeah, I have. I, yes, I have a a cache of liquor uh-huh. hidden hidden about my body. Uh, and I also Ew. packed uh, a bathing suit. Mm-hmm. I abhor, I abhor <laughs> bathing. I abhor physical activity, and I feel like uh, bathing has a sobering effect on the body that I don't mm-hmm. like. Yep. But I do like uh, lolling about in the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I have the bathing suit for that purpose. And I'm assuming you brought a selection of fezes, depending on occasion. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, so you guys oh, and pulled. I, and I have my de- I have my detective kit too: magnifying glass, fingerprint pow- fingerprint powder, all that stuff. You know. Uh, 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 sandwich wrapped up in your detective case. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, uh, 
boys, uh, I've told you the secret to wit, the secret to solving a case is making sure you got a sandwich with you, just in case you get hungry. Brain food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, classic brain food. That's why Dagwood Bumstead is the smartest guy <laughs> in the world. Um, so you uh, you pull into the train station outside of Connor's Ferry. Uh, it's clearly it doesn't see as much use as uh, as its neighbors. Um, there's almost no one around. It's a Thursday early evening. Uh, and you have no problem picking out Raleigh Stillwell, who is standing there in an ill-fitting suit, a short, heavy-set man who is waving, uh, waving you down as you pull in. Um, and he's, you know, he's wearing his cap with like a little press card stuck in it. Um, the other than that, there's almost Thanks no one around. Thanks for coming undercover, Raleigh. Appreciate it. <laughs> You even see, uh, you even see the station attendant turning the like ominously turning the sign from open to closed <laughs> on the in the uh, the ticket booth window, um, and you see the uh, and behind the station a lonely road leads into town. Raleigh comes puffing up to you. Hi, Tanzer Silverview. Your suit doesn't fit. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, well, you you know, I uh, don't uh. I, I thought it looked okay in the morning. Hey, come on, come on, Steely. Don't worry. Don't worry about him. He's a he's a jerk. How you doing? <laughs> oh, uh, I'm fine. You didn't mention much over the phone, but what's uh, what's the what are we doing here? What's uh, what do you need to know? Well, we're on a little caper here, uh, investigating uh, for a client who was interested in uh, it seems some sort of real estate purchase in the area. Is there any are there any big parcels that are suddenly up for grabs that have any kind of spooky secrets around them cuz we've been dealing with aliens and uh, I just want to make sure <laughs> if there are aliens <laughs> around that we're aware of that. <laughs> Wait, aliens? Uh, just you... okay. So you okay, the response tells me it's not a normal everyday thing around here. So maybe it's not. I just I assume some kind of weird spooky thing is going to happen. It's just been happening <laughs> a lot in the last big case we had. Oh, well, there's not nothing spooky happening, but, oh, I mean, I haven't spent much time here. I mean, there's not much newsworthy coming out of Connor's Ferry. <laughs> well, well, maybe that's going to change. Uh, you you uh you heard anything about a, a real bruiser of a lady coming in with a suitcase full of cash? Uh, any uh, any uh, bodies shown up that were mob enforcers or guys suddenly throwing money around what didn't have much money before, but now they got, like, tons of money all of a sudden? Uh, so you're, you guys are riding, uh, riding into town and Raleigh is, uh, clearly is, uh, uh, gives you almost no answers, but hopefully his, uh, his experience working the beat in this area will help out or, you know, pay off. Um, the, the road into town, uh, dips down, uh, from, a from a hill and the small town of Connors Ferry is laid out in front of you. Um, it's kind of built into the bowl of a hill that leads down into a bay, uh, and the the town is kind of clustered around uh, the waterfront. Classic bay bowl. The uh, <laughs> there's there's like one dirt road uh, that seems wide enough to accommodate uh, like motor vehicles, but for the most part, the the buildings here are built fairly close together and they're cramped. Uh, I like Tanzer's gold-plated sports car does not fit <laughs> in this uh, dilapidated one-horse town. So. No, there's there's a few. You know, you see a few trucks, uh, but your car looks is, uh, you know, at least twenty years newer than the the closest other vehicle. Um, riding in a town, you don't see very many businesses. It's mainly homes. Uh, they're all fairly simple in design. 
you see a few folks walking about, uh, dressed in pretty, pretty simple, almost, almost like, uh, like outdated, almost like religious clothing, not unlike like the Amish. Uh, the The whole town feels like it was kept in a bubble from you know twenty, thirty years previously, and then transported to to now. Like you're you're going you're driving through Colonial. Williamsburg or something. Wow, I mean, consider, considering the kind of adventures we've been having, that's not so out of the out of the question. <laughs> Some yeah. kind of time travel bubble town. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. The you see, I mean, you see. Other than that, it seems uh, it seems fairly normal. You see uh, people. Uh, you see people in their homes cooking dinner. You see children running around and playing. Uh, the road slopes down and you find yourselves kind of stuck behind a large truck, which is just notable because it's one of the only other vehicles on the road. Um, and you weren't expecting to find any traffic, but you're stuck behind a large, I'm just honking uh, a horn very like over and over again. A lar- <laughs> it's a large truck. And then like, <laughs> do you like pull around it? No, I, I'm just, I'm not a fast driver. I'm just an angry driver. I just, I just honk. <laughs> Uh, the, and the truck is, uh, you, you've seen this kind of truck. It's usually uh, reserved for, like, carrying cold products. Like, it's like an early refrigerator truck. It's a refrigerator for, truck. Yeah, for carrying, like, ice or... Uh, or like, like meat. Or meat. Um, and it, uh, it slowly makes its way down and continues past Town Square toward the docks. Um, and you see where you're heading. You find... Uh, you, you, pull up to a large town square and there's a hotel on one side. There's an old church on the other. There's uh, like a, a simple town hall on the other side. And then uh, the, uh, the, the Eastern side of the, the town square kind of abuts the, uh, abuts the, the docks, which is like a dock side, a fairly simple dock side filled with fishing boats and a few ferries uh, that clearly lead out to uh, the the small island you can see on the other side of the bay, a small wooded island with a lighthouse on it. Um, the, Something tells me we're going to end up over at that lighthouse, boys. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> the uh, uh, other What's... than that, the I mean, the there's a simple two story uh, in uh, like a, a lodging house called the Ferryman, um, and that's that's where Raleigh had made uh, reservations for the four of you. Do you do you leave your car out front or in the street? I'm assuming you just leave it in the street or pulled into a small alleyway <laughs> next to the the inn. Yeah, I have a yeah I have a total disregard for my property. So yeah, I just I just leave it in the middle of the road. Right? Uh, so fair, in fairly short order, other than the uh, the. The, the slight shiver that goes down your spine as the late day fog starts to roll in. <laughs> uh, you find yourselves standing in a uh, dusty, little bit musty uh, entryway in Is the... crusty? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, on, on, on an off day, it is a little crusty. Um, you find yourselves in the, uh, the entry room of the, uh, the boarding house. There's a uh, an old man proprietor who is uh, chewing some kind of a <laughs> some kind of gum or whatever uh, behind the <laughs> behind the register, uh, like making notes and double checking the reservation that Raleigh made for you online. Uh, 
Online. Online. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. In, in the, Brain went on autopilot for a second. One fiber optic cable in the world right now. He waited he, online at the hotel behind a couple other people who exactly. wanted to make reservations. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it, it was on the telegraph line. <laughs> Uh, well, it would it would be crazy if there was a line since this is this from your best judgment. There's maybe six rooms in this boarding house. Okay. I pick up I pick up one of the newspapers laid out for the for the guests, and it crumbles in my hands. <laughs> it's so old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's announcing the invention of electricity. <laughs> uh, so after after a little bit of like uh, after a little bit of work. The proprietor uh, start, puts, sets out four keys for for you, assuming that you you weren't trying to double up on any rooms. Uh, I mean, maybe those two, not me. Who's paying for this? I assume <laughs> I'm paying for this. Uh, thanks. Oh, thanks, Tans. I really appreciate uh, you uh, taking care of this for us. Or is this part well, of the, got, this part of the generous the expenses, expenses? Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, you'll be able to expense it, but that's like you would have to, somebody would have to pay first, and then you <laughs> you'll get expenses. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm I'm only fronting enough for my room, and the three of them can buck in the other three in the other room. <laughs> uh, and the the as as you're paying, the the old man looks at you and he says, "So, uh, what uh, what's, uh, what's your business here in uh, here in Connors Ferry?" Well, we're here on behalf of Hubert Miller. Just wanted to check out uh, one of his associates who came down here. I don't know if you've uh, known a woman by the name of Bloody Becky. <laughs> uh, so uh, what I love is uh, you're really you're really doing good undercover work here. Direct That's her nickname. Approach, uh, he's like appreciate it, Tanzer. Uh, well, I don't reckon I've ever met somebody with the forename Bloody. Well, but, uh, let me. I, some confusion there. It's more of a, an epithet, more of a gifted nickname. So she must have done something pretty strange to earn that kind of a nickname. Yeah, or she bleeds a lot. It's not of our business where she got the name from. The yeah, important she might thing be is, hemophiliac. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, her name is uh, Rebecca Kretsch, though. Uh, probably was going around here asking about a piece of land. I don't suppose you saw her. She came by this place. Uh, well, I don't know that. Uh. I, uh, Kretsch, you said. No, I'm completely new to me, sir. Look, I'm, uh, um, have... <laughs> oh, I'm, let me, let me just see what I can do about this. I'm, I don't know if you know the name, uh, Silverview, but it's a pretty big name in towns that matter, not this town, but other towns. And mm-hmm. if I can just take a look at that, um, guest book that you have here, I'll, uh, I'll make it worth your while. So, I, I, I mean, the guest book is, is private, sir, uh. <laughs> is it this private? And I hold out what isn't a lot of money, but I hope he thinks it's a lot of money, like $30. He he looks at the money, and you can tell that he's tempted, but he he closes his eyes for a moment, and then he says, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, we're, we're done. This conversation's over. Uh, I have a very important question that would shed a lot of light on this case, which is this. What do people do for fun in this town without alcohol? I it, This is a foreign concept to me, and as a man of the world who likes to travel and learn things, how how do you exist? <laughs> what do you do? And you're, pro- and you're probably uh, lucky on some level, because 
if he had been more experienced with alcohol, he would be able to know what the smell is that's coming off <laughs> your breath. <laughs> and he says, uh, well, there's, uh, in addition to uh, service to the town and, and hard work and... <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Important, so I've been told. But for fun, I mean, <laughs> fun seems to be more reserved for uh, those rich folks up north or south. Wow, he thinks Bennington is rich? <laughs> this is a very poor town. Uh, I got a uh, I got a question for you, sir. Uh, uh, I'm really in good, looking forward to staying in your uh, establishment here. It looks real nice, real nice, real real uh, real uh, respectable. Uh, I saw there were a bunch of boats out uh, in the harbor. Uh, yes, are those... we are a fishing town. It's all uh, which is great. I love a good fish, and I would I assume I'm going to be eating nothing but fish while I'm here, which I'm looking forward to because uh, you know hot dogs of the sea. I call it uh, <laughs> fish. It's just yeah, you know the perfect food. But uh, <laughs> is uh, what I want to ask you: so Are those boats ever for rent uh, for traveling? I know they're fishing boats. Do you think any of those captains would be uh, amenable? To us, uh, maybe hiring them for a trip out uh, to uh, one of the beautiful islands in this area. Well, you wouldn't need to hire a fishing boat. There are there's a ferry that goes out there. Oh, just he- there is. Heads, just head straight on to the docks. Great. They're probably closed up for the night, but I'm sure first thing in the morning. All right, that would be great. Uh, what do you do? Uh, where's the eats? Where do you get some eats in this town this time of night? Anything available? <laughs> he, uh, he he directs you to a uh, a public house across the street. He oh. literally points out the kind of dusty window. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I added a qualifier there. Uh, he points out his uh, the dusty window to uh, a what looks like a fairly lively uh, public house that's next to the uh, the building you can only assume is like the town hall. Oh, we should go there. I know. Uh, we uh, we should well, we'll go over there and we should get some food too, but uh, thanks for your help. Uh, just want, in case there's uh, in case you can help us out at all. Uh, the woman we were asking about before, uh, Becky uh, Rebecca, you know, her family's really uh, had some important information for her. They're having trouble getting in touch with her. It's all really, uh, it's it's special stuff. It involves her grandma. And so if you happen to hear anything, uh, any way that you know of uh, us helping us find us, we can get that grandma information to her, that would be really helpful. I really appreciate it, sir. Thank you very much. Says, well, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, fellas, that you're looking for someone, but I can't help you. What about if I added $32 to that original deal? He says, we're done, sir. And you, he, uh, he takes the ledger uh, with him as he closes the office door. Guys, right. should we have beaten him up and tried to steal the ledger? <laughs> I mean, I, I, while I was offering the money, one of you guys could have done that. <laughs> could I have? Really? When... In, when we think about it, is that within my capabilities to have beaten that man up and stolen I'm just, the ledger? I'm just so impressed that you're on your feet. We're, are you, you're really going to beat someone up? Uh, no, That's no, Ra- I mean, Raleigh. Raleigh, Raleigh real, you were real helpful back there also. You know, you uh, really appreciate it. You guys kind of just took the wheel. <laughs> yeah, like when I had to take the wheel because you were going to crash into a tree back in the Ardennes. Oh, boy. Remember that? <laughs> 
how could I forget? You always remind me. Yeah. One of many times I had to save your bacon from the fryer. Anyway, let's go over to the uh, public house and uh, see what we can get. When I'm lying in bed at night, staring into the darkness, that's all I can see is that tree coming straight for me. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm glad that that tree didn't end up meeting you the way that you seemed to think it would be. It's amazing that you went to war and the most horrific thing you saw was a tree. (laughs) (laughs) It was a big tree. And it was like no leaves. It it was like kind of spooky, like a witch tree. It made me question humanity when there's something so big and ancient as a tree. <laughs> wow. Do you, uh, do you, Scales, do you, you spend most of the war just driving around the Ardennes forest? <laughs> I mean, lost? I, with Raleigh at the wheel, we ended up getting lost quite a bit. <laughs> do you, uh, do you guys, uh, go into your room and drop anything off or? Yeah, I've got a lot of trunks, so I just kind of go there and, and put up all my uh, clothing and, and suits for the next few days. <laughs> yeah, so there's uh, there's two rooms that are on the ground floor, and those are the only two rooms on the ground floor. And then there's four more rooms on the second floor, two of which are – or no, there's – yeah, four more rooms on the second floor, two of which are yours. So who's going to be on the ground floor? Who's going to be on the second floor? Uh, I've got a lot of heavy trunks, so I'll just be on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, this, is this is an important. This okay. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go on the. Uh, I feel like I should be close to Rally because the guy's always getting into trouble, and I want to save him. But well, they already split up. You know so. what, Rally? You go on the ground floor because I don't want you falling down the stairs, and I'll go okay. on the second floor. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. Okay. So there's uh, Tanzer and Jeremy are on the second floor. Rally and Luke are on the ground floor. It's important information Wait, for what? no reason. Oh uh, no, that's the other way around. Uh, yeah, Raleigh yeah. and Tans are on the ground floor. Uh, Scales and Luke on the second floor. Yeah, just double checking to make sure you were listening. <laughs> uh, and and on that second floor, it's just a simple hallway with uh, four doors, two on each side. Um, okay. And the other the, the other rooms are occupied. Uh, I mean, it appears to be. You you can't tell. I, I mean, put they're my, not, they're I, like the doors aren't open. No, no, but I, I, if I put my ear to the doors, do I hear anybody inside? Okay. Um, the there's one door you don't uh, you don't see you don't hear anything, um, but you notice at the other door that there's a there's some scuffing on the wood by mm. the like some like scratch and scuff marks, and there's a few dark uh, drops of uh, what you can only assume to be blood. On the mm. uh, on the uh, floor by room number three. Mm. Blood of the kind that might be in the body of Bloody Becky. Mm. <laughs> well, well, well. What a tangled web we bleed. Maybe the blood. <laughs> and then Bloody I take Becky. my sunglasses off and it goes wow. Bum, 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 bum. I never thought about this, but the blood in Bloody Becky might refer to the fact that she is filled with blood. Mm-hmm. We're all Bloody Beckys in a way. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's uh, Clive Barker said that, I think. Um, uh, okay, so you guys are, after, after dropping your stuff off, do you head over to the, the public house? I, I think uh, yeah. so, yeah. So you walk through, uh, the four of you uh, walk in a perfect line, super cool style. (laughs) Yeah, Abbey Road style, (laughs) sure. Uh, (laughs) That's not what I meant. (laughs) Uh, You guys walk through the the small, like, town square park. Oh, you meant, Um, like, tombstone style. Yeah, like, cool tombstone style. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, I thought you meant single file. Except there's, like... 
unlike unlike a cool like tombstone thing there's almost no breeze and the uh that's what keeps the like misty fog that comes off of the docks uh still like keeps it low to the ground mm, not uh, a lot of breeze for a seaside town interesting strange the uh you also uh you also notice there's like there's almost no animal sounds like you don't hear normally when you're this close to the water you hear like seagulls and birds and stuff mm-hmm. uh but you don't or like dogs barking but you don't hear any of that stuff or like Maybe mermaids the whole everything's quiet except for the like occasional Cracking. like as you're passing through the town square and when you pass by some of the the building fronts you see many of them are adorned with like wind chimes and in the town square there's a few like like we like sticks with bells attached to them a lot of like wind it, chimes for like a town with no wind. <laughs> like, it's like a weird affectation uh, that is just kind of a surprise. Uh, and then, so every once in a while, despite the, like, the, the, the almost absence of breeze, you'll hear, like, the tinkling of chimes or, like, the, the ringing of bells. Um, and you notice almost, like, it's... There's almost no rhythm to it, but you hear kind of off off in the background like a like an odd bell chiming that is just it doesn't sound like any other bell you've heard. It's like kind of off in the background. You can't place it. You can't really you don't really know where it's at, but there's something almost uncanny about this chiming bell. So passing through the, the town square... Guys, you, I gotta tell you, this town couldn't be more spooky if there were kids just slowly singing nursery rhymes <laughs> and playground rhymes. That's the only thing what could make this even a little spookier. Uh, you, you walk past a uh, statue of uh, what you could assume to be the town founder. Uh, that is uh, Connor Rush, a man dressed uh, in like old-timey pilgrim outfit. <laughs> Uh, and he is uh, staring off. Uh, the statue of him is staring off and pointing toward the uh, toward the ocean, toward uh, or in a way pointing toward directly toward the island just on the other side of the bay. We should go talk to this Rush family at some point. I bet they probably own that land. That, uh, well, there's a ca- there's a statue right there, Tanzer. Why don't you ask that one? You'll do it just as well as you did with that hotel guy. Oh, I'm sorry. Was should I have done what you did, which was just make up complete lies about her? Gra- How are we going to talk about the grandmother thing at some point? No, oh, uh, can we cut? At some point, he's going to call us on that. It's so, uh, so he does. So we find the information we need, and then we get called on it never because we've solved the case and we go home. <laughs> there is no, there is that proprietor could not care less about some sob story. He, this whole town, this whole town only is in with the Rush family. That's what we got to go figure that out. So as, as as the two of you, you are that arguing. makes no that does not make any sense to the questions you were asking at the hotel. Let me just say, and I just want to say, uh, for a for a classy guy, you got not a lot of finesse. I don't need finesse when I'm this classy. <laughs> the guy's either going to answer the question I've or he's said, not. This is what I've said for years: the lack of alcohol causes fights. <laughs> R- Raleigh is uh, while while the two of them are arguing, uh, Luke Raleigh is trying to keep pace with you, which is difficult because you have much longer strides. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he, he says, uh, so I, uh, I caught your, I caught your act. Uh, it w- it was great. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Uh, Mr. Brightwatcher. I, I wrote about it in the Bennington Gazette. 
act? My dear boy, what do you mean by the use of the word act? I, or uh, or uh, it was a seance uh, of the strange, the, the show you were doing? Mm, yes. Uh, a completely... Uh, veracity, the veracity of that performance I stand behind completely, 100%. Oh, yeah, uh, it was, it was great. The, the, the the crowd couldn't get enough of you, sir, and as, uh, as I'm sure you, uh, you read in my review for the Bainton Gazette, uh, uh, a wonder to behold, I said. Yes, I don't keep up with the you know, the more satellite publications, but if you send me a clipping, I'm <laughs> be sure to put it on my wall amongst my other accolades. He says, oh, uh, I, I don't need to send it to you. I have one right here. I, uh, if you wouldn't mind, I brought two copies, one for you, and uh, if you could, uh, if, you, if you wouldn't mind uh, <coughs> putting, uh, in, in autographing mine. No, certainly, certainly. I pull out, I have a, a, a giant quill pen shirt <laughs> in my shirt. I pull it out, and I, I sign, Luke Wright Watcher, never change. <laughs> He's, and he has trouble keeping pace with you while holding uh, like a stack of uh, a book that you can write your autograph on. Uh, I feel like, meanwhile, Scales and, and Tanzer are just like almost coming to blows in the street. <laughs> just slapping each other. Yeah. The, uh, the, you guys pass through the, the doors of the unnamed uh, public house. Uh, and you have the classic small town record scratch moment where as you as you pass through the doors, everybody that's finishing up their their dinner takes a look like all the heads turn to you and mm-hmm. it's a room full of uh, people similar to the ones you saw uh, you saw driving in. It's a very homogenous town of people dressed in old timey garb. Uh, and this is mainly, uh, there's a few families here. It's mainly uh, like older men and women who uh, don't have the benefit of a large family to feed them, uh, as well as, uh, you know, fishermen and other laborer types. In uh, my head, this looks like a classic uh, Irish pub, uh, except everybody has huge pints of milk instead of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we walk in and everyone looks at us, I, I, I try and break the ice by going... Martinis for everyone. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know this godforsaken place is dry. Water for everyone on Tanzer. <laughs> the uh, people are, uh, they're all sitting at like long bench tables. Uh, and you, I assume it's after decorated. You, the initial surprise, all the, all the dirty looks you get are more furtive as opposed to long staring looks. I assume it's decorated in classic seaside restaurant fashion. Like a Long John Silver's with like <laughs> nets and starfishes everywhere and like and like <laughs> lifesaver rings on the walls, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's a fishing town. Uh, so you, uh, I'm assuming, order some order some dinner. It's a simple uh, like fish stew and bread, uh, and it is served with uh, like an apple cider and uh, or like milk or water. <laughs> uh, it is non-alcoholic apple cider. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, uh, and it's all very, uh, modestly priced. Do you start, uh, after eating, do you start like pressing the locals? Uh, 
Yes, although first uh, I w- we should discuss whether or not we want to be upfront about who we're representing. I no. say we say we're with Hubert no. Miller no. because that'll bring out the very people who we want to no. talk to or don't no. want to talk to. No, that's a that's a dumb plan. So yeah. we are just going. Ra- Raleigh is nodding his head. He says these are these are simple people. Uh, I feel like if. I feel like if you just show an interest in the town and you try and be respectful, they should be pretty forthcoming. Look, the secret to asking questions, Tanzer, is listening. So we got to get in with them, exactly. Just, like, talk to them about whatever they do here, catching fish or or whatever. uh, Well, you shouldn't say that to them, (laughs) though. No, no, obviously, Rally. Rally, obviously, I'm not... Okay. See, Sorry, this is the I'm thing. You start the, building a web of lies. <laughs> Eventually, we have to settle in this town forever just to I'll, prove. I'll that model we, what the we behavior that I want Tanzer to actually to actually perform. All right. So we go. Oh, hello, uh, sir. It's it's nice to meet you. You know, I've been looking around your beautiful town here, and uh, I couldn't help but notice uh, that the uh, the fishing industry is so strong here. And I just <laughs> how do you keep these mom and pop operations alive? You know that kind of stuff. Or perhaps you. Uh, you ask about the building. How old's the building? Maybe you ask about the founder of the town. Uh, can you tell me any stories about him? I'm collecting them for a book called Great Town Founders. You know, make up a bunch of stuff. Who knows? They're never going to call you on the stories, Tanzer, because we're never going to see these people again. What are you, you worried about? You got to put them on your Christmas card list? All right. You know what? And we turn to uh, a local who's been standing there uh, across the table <laughs> listening to us. You ask him that. <laughs> uh, and the there is a uh, the local's spoon slowly falls from his mouth as he was not expecting to be directly addressed. <laughs> um, okay, so to find out some information, who's going to be leading this? Who's going to be uh, taking charge in this? Uh, scales, probably. Yeah, okay. probably. I'm the detective. Okay, so you get. We're going to make a roll. Okay, so, you get so let's one die. I want to. So I'm going to use one die, and, and then also what? What one, are you trying to find out? What? what What's what's your goal with this? Uh, my my immediate goal is basically first to find out is there anything unusual that's been happening. This is a town that has been in the same set pattern it seems like for a long time, mm-hmm. and so is there anything unusual? Any like consternation? You know, I, I'm basically going to talk to people about like oh, I like that this is such a quiet town. It feels like you guys can just take it easy. You don't have to worry about things happening, and hope that information comes up first about. Maybe there was a fight at the hotel or something like that. Yeah. Like, what's that blood about? And then after that, I'm going to get into, well, you know, actually we're here because we're following somebody who their family is trying to get in touch with them. I want to play on the family sympathies because it seems like there's a place where family is very strong considering uh-huh. they're all part of the same inbred Rush family that's been here for who knows how many years. Sure. So mm-hmm. the uh, so those are my main things is – is there anything out of the ordinary that's happened in the town lately? And, oh, and actually we're looking for this person. That's why we're here. Not just to uh, experience this beautiful town, but also uh, the 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 uh, Kretsch family grandma uh, needs to get some information to his, her granddaughter. I'm really yeah, going with sure. this grandma story. Really, really building up this uh, this Kretsch grandmother situation. Yeah. Grandma Kretsch. Na- Nana, Nana Kretsch, they call her. Okay, so what uh, what trait are you going to use to help you with this? Well, uh, let me tell you guys, do you think I should just use my detective trait again, or should I entertain and sing to the crowd? No, I think you should use your detective skills. <laughs> All right, okay. I feel like you already knew the answer to that one. Okay, because uh, the other thing, yeah, you know what, I'll use detective stuff, because I could use sharp, and one of the key tags off of that is bluff, but yep. I think I'll use, I think I'll use detective, because then I can use questioning and investigation. Uh-huh. But that's, I mean, if you're if you're focusing on detective questioning and investigation, that's going to 
that's going to seem like you're acting as a detective. Oh, okay. Then you know what? I'm going to, uh, then you know what? I'll use uh, From the Streets, and okay. the tags on that are Fast Talk and Connections. Okay. So, and I'll play off my connection to Raleigh, even though he's not there a okay. lot. He's more local than we are. Sure. And I'll fast talk around. I'll fast talk around these these bozos. Okay, so you're going to start with four dice, and then any dice you'd like to add from your pool. Now these these folks are going to be are difficult to are going to be a difficult nut to crack. Yeah. So you're going to need four successes. Okay, then I'm going to oh, add wow. three more dice from my pool. And obviously, your uh, two friends are here as well. Uh, you guys want to throw in any dice by, uh, may say, backing up my story or anything like that? Or do you have any skills that can yeah, help me with this? Yeah, I can do this? that. I'm too busy trying to impress uh, Raleigh by uh, bouncing my quill pin on my finger. <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, maybe, uh, uh, yeah, if, if Tanzer wants to lend me a die. I mean, I can uh-huh. use etiquette or command. I mean, oh, you, you would be great. I mean, so are... I'm assuming you're kind of like helping out and, yeah, yeah. and okay. talking with people. My... So yeah, you just pass them a die. So why okay. don't you put that aside? Okay, Elliot. So you add an extra di- uh, just general die to this roll. Great, and I need four successes, right? Mm-hmm. And I roll it, and I've got, and a success is what a a four, five, or six. Oh, okay, great. Then I've got one, two, three, four, five successes. Ooh. So you guys spend the next couple hours. <laughs> oh uh, man, too successful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you spend the next couple hours uh, in the public house. Um, folks come and go, uh, and by the by the end of the night, it's it's just a few old uh, fishermen who were you know having a, a late repa- uh, late repast before heading home. Um, the you find out you find out a fair amount about the town that they uh, there's a general uh unity as far as uh everybody basically seems to like the rush family um and everyone uh everyone though kind of gruff seems to seems happy with their lot uh they seem distrustful of outsiders um and they, although they know that like the the little bit of tourism that comes through on the weekends for whale watching in the summer is a nice little boon, and it helps uh, like the local craft business, which is uh, like uh, trinkets and bells and yeah. whalebone charms. A lot of scrimshaw. Yep. Um, but uh, you don't get the sense that these people seem to take any advantage of the wide beaches around. Uh, and, um, you did notice a couple, uh, you notice some furtive looks when you mentioned, uh, Rebecca Kretsch. Um, and it, it highlights the, the feeling that the, uh, that the, that the proprietor of the boarding house was uh, lying to you, very mm-hmm. much so. Um, you also notice something as you as you're as you're talking to all these folks. Um, it's not everyone in town, but a few of the people you talk to, including the proprietor of uh, of the boarding house, seem to have seem to be suffering from some kind of like mild uh, like skin condition. Um, like a like a red red rash it's around like your shingles scales yeah yeah like just your like shingles sh- <laughs> look yeah. at them <laughs> yeah I know um, we don't have to talk about my shingles here but I understand that's is something we have in common is uh, 
it's slight uh, skin irritation. They probably think you're one of them. We can use this. It's either like you notice a few, like the proprietor had uh, like a little rash on the inside of his left eye, like uh, like a redness, and you notice that on a on a couple of the people you talk to in the public house. But then you also notice like a similar rash on like uh, like a, a a woman's nostril that you're speaking to, um, like. Like a, uh, a rash or like a rawness, like mm-hmm. almost like uh, like something that you've scratched and maybe has uh, has scabbed over. I whisper loudly to Tanzer, you'll appreciate this, Tanzer, as a fancy, fancy boy. I find that the simple people don't know how to moisturize. It's all about moisturizing, you know? And it, it's not a thing you can just do when the trouble comes up. It's preventative, yeah. and that's how you fix the problems. Before it starts, and I should be whispering this, but I'm not because I, I told I told Raleigh at the beginning of the night I'm like that I would show him a magic trick where mm-hmm. I would, even though it was a dry town, I would get drunker as the night pro- progressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's astounded by this trick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's loving it. <laughs> Glory be, he says. Yeah, it, 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 he's so astounded. He actually is not as much help in this uh, investigation as you were hoping he'd be. Scales. Thanks, Luke. Appreciate it. And the trick is just that he keeps going to the bathroom and then coming back drunker. I actually turned to Rally at one point and I just asked him like if he knows what the deal is with these rashes. We've seen a lot of them. He says, well, what do you mean? Like it seems like there's like a, some sort of like rash condition going around this town. Don't you notice a lot of people have this weird redness, this rawness on their faces? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've, it's, it would feel... Like I'm not gonna judge somebody on their appearance, and just because they, I don't make this a judging a different thing. Different I'm just standard saying of hygiene. I'm I mean, noticing it. Okay, he's he's not helpful on this. <laughs> I, and I, 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 I think you you mentioned it to me. So we're gonna go. Yeah, of course I meant. I, of course I noticed it. I'm a detective. Yeah, of course I noticed that they all have this weird skin thing. Look, there's two explanations I can think of. One, salt air. It does pull the moisture out of your skin. It's hard mm-hmm. to stay moisturized when there's all this salt around. Two. Some kind of spook or monster or alien thing. Look, come on. You know the kind of cases we get. There's going to be some kind of craziness going on with that. You got to quit jumping to the assumption that some <laughs> alien is behind this. It could just I'm talking be a... to a guy who's bought alien. He's telling me not to jump to an Sh- alien conclusion. Shut up. <laughs> People don't know that. That was told to you in confidence. So you are, as after the public house closes and you're walking back across the, uh, the, moonlit, uh, the moonlit town square... Um, you, uh, you see, uh, another patron, uh, approaching and entering the, uh, the inn, the, the ferryman. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, a middle-aged woman, uh, who walks with a cane, and you recognize it to be none other than Dorothy Dot Vox, the middle child of the Vox family. Oh. Fuck are you doing here? And in 
my most charming voice, I say, Young lady, is your mother home? <laughs> I'm just joking. It's Dancer. How are you doing, Dot? It's great to see you here. Uh, the, the bedclothes are all messed. The, there's a chair knocked over. There's um, And there's also, like, dark bloodstains uh, uh, splashed around the uh, on the, the carpet. You notice, uh, like, a silhouette of a figure uh, watching you. Mm. A figure in a fedora and trench coat watching you. Take mm. a shot at him, Scales. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do that. Uh, I think I'll, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give him the secret P.I. high sign and see if he responds. <laughs> and if he responds, it means he's a fellow brother Seamus, and he, and, we, and we'll work together on this. And I give him the <laughs> I mean, I he does look like sign. a P.I. Good news, everyone. I have learned that bells are irritating. You can swear as uh, Raleigh walks away that the notepad he's holding, his notepad he's holding, he had written Hogsbottom 4 on it, question mark. 